Welcome back to another episode of Financial Fitness. I am your host, Donald Raymond. Today's episode, urgent or important? What's the difference? Why that matters? And how you can improve your quality of life. Now that Black Friday is behind us, the idea of urgency and distractions may make a little more sense to some of you who have never viewed the activity of this holiday rush in this way. I hope that it does, and I would even encourage you to re-listen to episodes 5, 6, and 7 with this new view while it's still fresh in your mind. Not just because I want you to listen to the show, but now that you have had the experience these episodes will be very relevant. And spoiler alert, the season isn't over yet. For many, it's just ramping up and will continue through Christmas Day and into the new year. That's when, for many, the reality of what just happened will start to set in, and you may find yourself overspent and looking for a way to recover. Maybe even wondering, how did this happen? As promised, this episode will focus on the idea of urgency, what it is, where it comes from, and how to tune it out, what it means to have power in the silence, and how rewarding it feels to begin to intentionally remove these disruptions from your daily routine. Before I go any farther, we need to establish a good baseline for what urgency is. A simple Google search returns two possible definitions from Oxford languages, and they are, number one, importance requiring swift action. Other words and phrases include top priority, imperativeness, weightiness, gravity, necessity, seriousness, and these last four might be my favorite, cruciality, extremity, hurry, and haste. Some of these imply a level of importance, and while some urgent matters may also be important, we're trying to determine the difference between urgent and important. So for that reason, I like this second definition best, as it completely separates those two ideas. Definition number two, an earnest and persistent quality. Other words include insistence, persistence, determination, resolution, And this one definitely is my favorite. Tenacity. Urgency is without a doubt tenacious. As I quoted in the last episode, urgency will always compete for your attention. There is a phrase that has been used incorrectly for far too long in our current culture, and that is having a sense of urgency. This is often, if not exclusively, used in a positive or a developmental way. If you were to use the second definition of urgency that I just provided and apply that to your daily routine, you would become an unbearable personality that would be of little to no value in almost any situation. A sense of urgency can only present itself as a persistent and determined characteristic that has no sense of direction. Or potentially worse a unilateral direction that is misdirected. This is not to say that 
this term cannot be put to good use, or that there is no place for urgency. Certainly, if the house is on fire, and you are at risk of life and limb, then a sense of urgency is paramount and becomes your fight-or-flight response. You just need to protect yourself and those in your home. But remember that I am separating the ideas of urgent and important. And without the filter of importance, urgency becomes corrosive to your way of life. Just think about it. Apply a sense of urgency to your budgeting routine. All of a sudden, rather than making plans to intentionally give, save, and spend throughout the month or whatever your time cycle is, you would just simply throw money at whatever was floating by the TV screen, your computer screen, handheld device, or a store window, and then see what happens. This can only have one outcome. Financial weakness. We are trying to create greater financial fitness. And for that reason, we need to tune out the urgency when exercising our financial muscles. Any of you who have either pursued some personal development and leadership and management skills or have worked for or with an employer in this capacity, have certainly been exposed to the Eisenhower Matrix. It's also known as the Urgent and Important Matrix, or simply the UI Matrix. I'll link it in the description so you can learn more about it on your own time, but the basic principle is this. While working as an Army General for most of his career prior to becoming President, Eisenhower developed a process that helped him manage his time given the complexity of his job in the political and military landscape of that time. He was later credited with inventing this matrix, but interestingly, he never used it in the formal configuration that we see it in today. His meticulous journals and writings about him from the day illustrate his behaviors when it came to tasks that he would either do himself, put on a list, delegate, or completely ignore. And this later evolved into what we now know as the UI index. So here's how it works. Picture a simple four box or quadrant matrix, like a smaller tic-tac-toe board. There's only four categories. Number one, urgent and important. Number two, urgent but not important. Number three, important but not urgent. And number four, not urgent and not important. Now this probably seems too simple, but in fact, it is very effective when used correctly to help you prioritize your time and focus on the items that will have the greatest impact to your goals. Like any other tool, this can be distorted and used in a way that does not support your goals. So be careful. Be quick and be honest as you start to evaluate your daily actions within the context of this filter. I'm sure you can easily guess the two quadrants that should get the majority of your attention. That's right. Number one and number three become your focus, and they're prioritized that way. One's first, and three's planned and scheduled to move into one's as you have time. Two and four become someone else's problems, or they're just simply ignored as not being relevant or not in support of your goals. Like I said, this can be powerful, but could be painful if used incorrectly. So be careful, but give it a try. So that's it for what urgency is. But the next layer is, where does it come from? 
To help us understand this, we need to look closely at your daily routines regarding your financial habits, but remember that this easily applies to all areas of your life. What do you do first thing in the morning? What is the first step you take when starting next month's budget? How do you decide where to eat or what to wear? What do you do on vacation and where do you go? These are all opportunities to be intentional, but also areas that become breeding grounds for urgent but not important influences. Using Black Friday again as an example, how many specific interactions or communications can you think of that would fall into categories two and four? I am sure the number is pretty large. And as you start to become more aware of this in your daily routine, you may find a growing number of these illustrations. This is good. You are now flexing the muscles that help you identify and isolate the influences in your routine that are not in support of your financial goals and values. In other words, they are not important. Keep looking and be intentional with your behavior as it relates to prioritizing your time and your finances. This will continue to grow those muscles and create the financial fitness in this area that is needed to continue to progress and ultimately achieve and set new goals. So how do we tune it out? Well, it turns out that ignoring this disruption really isn't all that difficult. But it does take time to build the muscles that support the habit that allows you to be immune to the temptations of appeasing a tenacious influence like urgency. It seems appealing at the time to deal with the urgency in an effort to remove it. But as with all bad habits, this only fuels the fire and encourages more opportunities for this to occur. It turns out that the only way to truly remove it is to ignore it altogether. And to do that, you need to replace the focus with a view of only that which is truly important. Like I said, it's not that difficult. But while it is simple, in the beginning it may not be easy. This is another first day in the gym moment or first time doing a new exercise that is going to use your muscles in a new way. It's uncomfortable, it's awkward, exhausting, and you will likely wonder how you are going to gain any progress after the first few reps. This is when you get to remind yourself that you have felt like this before. You've stayed the course, stayed focused, and intentional, and now you have examples in your own history that give you the confidence to know that if you are consistent and persistent, then you will make progress and achieve the goals that are in support of your values. When you're faced with urgency, remind yourself to take a moment to process what's happening. Is this event going to move you closer in the direction that you intend, or is this going to cause you to change direction? That question alone will eliminate more than 90% of this category in your regular routine and frees up time to continue to focus on your intended direction and start to replace urgency with meaningful focus that improves your quality of life. So I can't talk about this idea of urgency without a personal story. So it's 2021, and after 20 years in industry and operating other businesses, 16 years of marriage, and six years as a father, I'm almost ashamed to say that this is the first holiday season that I am truly able to enjoy the time with family and friends, and to also be a light to those around me. As I reflect on the last two decades, 
I am confident that I was not helping to improve the quality of the time spent during the holidays. All I could think about was everything I was going to have to do when the mini vacations were over. All the work that wasn't getting done. All the work that no one else would do. And I was going to have to try to find a way to cram in extra tasks in order for my business or my employer to be successful. I can relate all too well to mounting anxiety and stress during the holidays and summer vacation seasons. But I have been blessed to turn a corner. I have had mentors in my life that have encouraged me to pursue a path that not only brings joy and peace to my life, but also brings encouragement and inspiration to those around me. I no longer wonder how it's all going to get done. I don't think about the work that I have to do and how my individual effort is somehow unreasonably contributing to the collective success or failure of the business or company. These are urgent thoughts, and they cause a domino effect of urgent actions that all distracted me from what was truly important. I made the necessary adjustments, and now I get to help others do that too. It's an incredible thing to help someone off this particular cliff, and I know there are many of you that can identify with these emotions and actions. I can tell you that there is life on the other side of urgency. You can choose to live a little more of that life every day, and with intention, and if needed, some coaching in that area from a mentor or a coach like myself if you don't have those people in your life, you can start to eliminate urgency without importance from your daily routine and not feel guilty about it or even give it a second thought. It turns out that focusing on the truly important areas that support your goals and values creates so much impact that urgency fades into the background and ultimately it moves on to someone who hasn't developed these muscles yet. This is when power can truly be found in the silence. Sometimes the best thing that you can do and the most powerful thing that you can do is nothing at all. Don't rationalize and justify. Don't try to explain. Don't take the action. Stop. Focus. Reflect. And breathe. Take time to understand what is happening at a deeper level. Be the quiet person in the group that isn't easily convinced by the groupthink and the talking heads at the table. It has been a common trait of many great leaders over the years to be known for saying little and being the last voice to be heard after a difficult conversation. While others were discussing and providing all the details about why they had it right and everyone needed to listen to their idea, the truly impactful leaders were simply observing quietly the behaviors at the table and able to see what was missing from the discussion and from the considerations being presented. Many times, rather than provide an opinion as a result of this activity, when the leader was finally willing to provide input, it was short, concise, but also provoking in nature. Now what I mean by that is while there may be a team that is seeking clear and specific outcomes, the final word might be to provide a word of faith in the group's ability and a reminder of the core values of the company. Closing with a statement of confidence 
that they would simply do the right thing. This would be done as a response to the observation that everyone was discussing the what without considering the why. Being slow to speak and learning how to speak and do what is important rather than urgent causes you to slow down and speak and do less, but with greater impact. So the next time you're faced with urgency, I hope that you will remember these examples and suggestions, and that they'll help you start to build the muscles necessary to support greater progress on your journey to financial fitness. Thanks for joining me this year. It's been a great first season, and I hope that you gained at least one idea or concept from these episodes that you can apply to your financial fitness program. There will be one more episode to wrap up and recap this season, and then I plan to kick off next year, starting with budgeting in season two. I encourage you to join me on this journey, and if you're looking for a coach to help you apply these concepts to your specific situation, I have included links in the description to my website where you'll find a calendar link to schedule a free consultation by mentioning the show in your request. Remember that consistency creates sustainability. And that's what we're all about. You don't need to take big steps or make big changes. Just keep moving closer and closer to your goals. And you will find that they come easier and easier over time. God bless. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Mm-hmm.